Hello and welcome to episode 109 of El Vanilla, the podcast that looks at the greatest albums of all time and compares them to music today. My name is Matt and her voice is a familiar sound and his clothes are in my room. Adam and Grace, nice to see you both. <laughs> Give me a close back. <laughs> it's more normal for Adam's clothes to be in your room. Yeah, I had to be really careful about just not oh, being <laughs> super weird and creepy. <laughs> How are we? We all right? Good. Sensational. Sensational. All the better for seeing you guys. Wow, that's fantastic. Um, our last two episodes were on Zoom, mm-hmm. as people will have been able to tell from the quality. Um, but we're we're a hybrid mix today. It's the way of the world. Yeah. So me and Adam are together. Um, and Grace, you're in uh, parts unknown, right? Yeah. Um, Adam just wouldn't let me in. <laughs> She's sitting, out, she's sitting outside the building. <laughs> where are you, Grace? I am down south. So normally we're in the north, right? Ooh, and now I am in the south, which is not so where you want to be if you're from the north. Mm, no. This is very, and it doesn't affect anyone not listening right now and not here, but it's very wet and windy. There's a storm here, Grace. Is it the same down south? Oh, yeah, just the same. It's bad, um, isn't it? They're going about it being sunny down here, but it's not. It's a, it's a myth, you know. They just say it. Big myth. I swear they just say it to make us feel bad, but we don't feel bad because we're from the north. Them. You know what I mean? Exactly. Well, there you go. Fantastic. And you'll buy a castle? I am. I buy a little castle. I'm oh, in Launceston. Oh. Launceston Castle. Well, Launceston Castle. Never there, did it? Damn sorry. There you go. And how are you, Adam? Yeah, groovy, groovy as gravy here, you know. Groovy as gravy. Just, just living. Mm. Just trying to get, make it through the day. <laughs> now, all good, all good. I say things like, it's all gravy quite often, mm. and people laugh at me for that. They I've never heard, as groovy as gravy. Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. It is what I thought. But uh, I quite like it, but so I think that's quite a normal saying. It's all gravy. It's all gravy. When it's people gravy. ask what you mean, like, do you like gravy? Yeah, well, there you go then. Gravy is good. Ergo, all good. That's right. The gravy is sick, isn't it? What's your favourite thing to dip in gravy? Mm. To dip? Well, yeah. Uh, or, or cover, or coat, uh, or bathing. I don't know. Whatever I'm, you want. I'm a, I'm a fan of <laughs> get it all on the fork and dip it all in, you know? You know when you get like a roast? Yeah. Just a bit of everything, mm. get it all in. Because that, that's me. That's good, mm. isn't that? That is good. Mm. I I don't do that with a roast. I pick I go in like I'm a five year old. I do it in bits. Okay. Because <laughs> I just like every bit of it individually. Mm. I like to taste every bit. Grace, mm. what would you dip in a bit of gravy? What's the? I think the most elite thing to dip in is like a real crisp, roasty. That's right. She's right. She's That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is right. I had a roast dinner tonight, Grace. I've already told Adam. So oh. I know it's my first day of annual leave. And so what do we do? Eat good foods. Mm-hmm. Obviously. What yeah. What meat? We had a chicken. Nice, nice. Yeah. And you know, chicken in bags now are just brilliant. They're just oh, yeah. I sound like my mum now, but that's not a bad thing. <laughs> not a bad thing. But uh, <laughs> you just get yeah, a chicken you'll... in the bag, you put it in, you don't do it for any more or less than it says, and yeah. it's banging. So there you go. And the boy. That's very tender, yeah. Very tender. And already seasoned, which is the best bit. Mm. Nice. Yeah, so there we go. 
Fantastic. Well, we're talking about uh, the miseducation of Lauren Hill. And I want to know what is the worst thing you've been taught? <laughs> no, <not really>. yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a terrible icebreaker. <laughs> but um, yeah, we're going to talk about this album. Did this come out in '98? '98. Oh, fantastic! 1998. Mm-hmm. My favorite World Cup was uh, World Cup '98, guys. Oh. France. Oh, wow. France '98. Well, it's because it was the first one I watched. Oh. You know, so you know. Nostalgia. Nostalgia, basically. It's like you guys were busted, really. So it wasn't actually that good, but think about it greatly. So, yeah. But there you go. So, Adam, what happened in 1998? Great things. Great things happened. Um, I'm trying to keep it light. I'm going for the fun facts, not, mm. the, not the depressing yeah. stuff. So, March 9th, 1998, rapper Eminem, Marshall Mathers, uh, then unknown, mm. a world before Eminem, if you can imagine that, and is signed by Dr. Dre's Aftermath Entertainment Company. And mm. then he would then... I don't know when his first... Was it the Marshall Mathers LP? Was that his In first? 2000, maybe? 2000. I don't know. 2000. A millennium. But... Uh, What's our favourite Eminem song? Mm. Or lyric. I mean, I don't know if we can go that. I, I have a real nostalgia for sitting on the school bus mm. with my friend. That's not the song title. No. And uh, and he introduced me to uh, what was it, the one with Shake That? I'm sure it's got a much ruder title, but it was great. With, was with, that a D twelve thing? No, with Nate Dog. Uh, Nate, Nate Dog. Nate Dog. Uh-huh. It's a it's a very rude song, uh, not one yeah. that a young you know thirteen year old Adam should have really been listening to. No, but uh, I didn't understand half the words that were in anyway. Mm. So it's fine. So good. Good. My favorite is Stan. I think mm. classic. You know what I mean. Whatever the last line is, um, you remember what it is. Um, oh damn, it was you. Yeah, <laughs> whatever it's it like is. Drove off the car with the bridge. I can't believe it. Oh damn, it was you. <laughs> That's the best. That is honestly the best. Bit. It was you. Yeah, <laughs> come to think of it, it was you. Oh, and yeah, then it cuts off and goes, damn. <laughs> come to think of it, it's even better, isn't it? So funny. It's crazy. That music video is starting to cry. Mm. Yeah, honestly, it's a bit heavy, isn't it? Yeah. Heavy sauce, really. What about you, Grace? Do you have a favourite Eminem song? No, it's not strictly Eminem because it's Eminem and Rihanna, but they love the way you lies. Oh. Yeah, come on. One and two. Yeah, it's right. Sensational. Sensational. I thought you were going to say something like, uh, well, actually, I can do the whole of Rap God. <laughs> just like, oh, just no, do, it, sure but... <laughs> do it, do it now. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Anyway, sorry, Adam. Carry on. It's all good. A wonderful detail. Um, yeah, so Eminem. A <laughs> well before Eminem and then in March 9th, we got Eminem. Um, March 23rd, the 70th Academy Awards take place. Can you guess what film won Best Picture in 1998? I'm not very good with films, mm. but I'm going Titanic. Okay. Grace? Surely that was out earlier than 98. I don't know what was out on that. Ocean's Eleven. Oh, that's what that was way later. Wasn't way later, said Ocean's is yeah. a post two thousand, but it was Titanic. Oh, which, which came out in ninety seven. Oh. But they always, you know, the Academy was follow the year after, didn't they? I I watched Titanic because we were doing it in school when it came out. I was seven years old. Oh, right. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. Yeah. For some reason, wasn't sure what the ending was going to be. As soon as everyone started drowning, absolutely sobs. 
and sobbed. I like cried so much. I didn't I've even never hear that story. Yeah, from. honestly, it was so traumatic. Wow. Honestly, I was like so devoted. Gosh, were you also like don't let go, Jack? <laughs> uh, maybe, it, maybe it wasn't when I was because it was on DVD. Basically, we had it. Oh, okay. So it must have been the year after. Might be but still, eight or nine years old, just yeah. like deep sob. That is deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Titanic. Gave us Celine Dion as one of best Celine Dion's. Say that again. One of Celine Dion's best songs. Mm. And I'm a big fan. I don't watch films, mm. but I'm a big fan of the Kate Winslet's Leonardo DiCaprio vibe. You know what I mean? Mm. Good chemistry. I'm a bit. I'm a big fan. Yeah, DiCaprio's. Yeah. Yeah. DiCaprio's a funny one because he's a bit of a scumbag because he only dates women, you know, 25 and under. Mm. But he is a phenomenal actor. Yeah. It's a tough mm. one. <laughs> it's, yeah, a tough one. it's a tough one. Um April tenth, the British and Irish governments signed the Good Friday slash Belfast Agreement mm. for Northern Ireland. So this agreement essentially ended most of the troubles. Um and the troubles for people who might not be aware was a period of um trouble in uh, Ireland, Northern Ireland, um where basically there was British or English troops um, in uh, various cities in Northern Ireland, basically stopping any um, unionist or... Not unionist. Unionist? Maybe unionist is the right word. Basically, any people like the IRA who wanted a united Ireland. Basically, a lot of fighting between loyalists and unionists and all that. Um, a lot of people died. Bloody Sunday happened in the Troubles, um, which is when innocent... Say innocent. Innocent Irish... Um, men and I think some women were shot um, mm. by, by British troops. Terrible, terrible time. Mm. Um, but this basically put an end to the, the violence. Um, so the troubles, violence, a political conflict that had been taking place in Northern Ireland since the late 1960s. Um, the agreement is not signed by the Democratic Unionist Party and is signed by the agreeing parties an hour after the talks deadline had ended. So... Even then, it's quite a big feat. I, like when you have you ever been to Belfast? I've not. Um, you should go in. You'd love it. Right. You'd love the history of it. I mean, but it's such a like you were saying, like from the sixties onwards, mm. there's just trouble and it's worse at certain times than others. But honestly, this was such a big deal. Honestly, and yeah, just amazing, really. People really didn't think there would be peace in their time, mm. and a lot of people didn't get to see it because they'd been, you know, mm. on further kills and right. stuff. So, um, it's, so, it's so, like facts about like. At one time, Belfast was like the most dangerous place on earth. Mm-hmm. Like just crazy facts like that. Yeah, it's mad, yeah. The crimes are like fully overlooked as well. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Like, oh, if it happened in the trouble, it's like, oh, so right, like, carry on. Mad. It's quite complicated, isn't it? And it's complicated being from Liverpool, actually, and yeah. like having, like, we've just had Remembrance Sunday, and like, I don't wear a poppy because of some of that stuff, because it's like, I don't, I don't know where. But it because it's so like yeah. it's such murky water in it. Mm. It's so like and it's hard when you're from Liverpool to know where you stand. Although you're quite clear, but you still live in a you know, in the country where you're like Yeah. Scumbags. Yeah. It's a complicated We can move on. We can move on. <laughs> there's a yeah, we can move on. But there's a great film that came out last year, I think it was. Um that's kind of around that. I can't remember what it's called, but it's the writer of it based it around his life growing up in the troubles. 
Um, it's really, really good and really interesting. Mm. Um, anyway, May 14th, mm-hmm. <laughs> American singer... You, you said you were going to keep it light. And I, <laughs> no, I, I, I talk about the troubles. I, no, but that was me, though. So no, that's okay. And This one also isn't light, but it, it is kind of like... It's nice, sort of. <laughs> May 14th, American singer Frank Sinatra passes away <laughs> at the <laughs> age of 82. Keep that's not nice, but remembering the... Bounty of work that Frank Sinatra gave us, and mm. um, he's one of the most influential and popular music artists of the twentieth century. And mm. um, silky smooth voice, we all love Frank. Mm. Uh, favorite Frank song? Um, that one. My way. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have one? Yeah, I can't pretend that I'm like a super fan, but oh, get to know. Great, great voice. Mob still doing it. Well in the, <laughs> well in the pockets of the mafia, ran Las Vegas. Got JFK killed. Yeah. Got Jack. That's a conspiracy. Frank Sinatra got JFK killed. Absolutely. I believe it. Why not? That's what he meant. That's what he meant by flying me to the moon. <laughs> conspiracy theory. We never went to the moon, Frank. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, and that's all I got for ninety eight. Oh, fantastic. There you, there you go. Would you like to know some albums that came out in ninety eight? Sure. You mm. missed off France win the World Cup. Oh. And David Beckham kicks Diego Simeone. How? Is that when he got sent off? Yeah, 98. Has anyone seen the David Beckham documentary? I've seen a couple of episodes. Is it good? Uh, Yeah. yeah. There we go. Have you seen it, Grace? I haven't. I can't say that I really want to, to be honest. You don't care about it? No. Um, I think David Beckham's boring. This is probably Mm. uh, where it all started for me and you. This, this, the trouble here, the... The disunity <laughs> right here. <laughs> Fantastic. Would you like to know some of the different albums that came out? Mm. Uh, Ray of Lights by Madonna. We had uh, Aqua Mini by uh, Outcasts. We had You Come a Long Way Baby by Fatboy Slim. Mm. That was his big album. Uh, we had Hard Knock Life Volume 2 by Jay Z. White Ladder by David Gray. Best album ever. If you don't know David Gray, get to know White Ladder. <laughs> Sensational. Amazing. That. Have you listened to that album, Grace? Nothing on it. Absolutely not. What's the big song off that album? Um, Babylon. Babylon. Oh, and, and Sail Away. But Babylon. Brilliant song. So good. Uh, System Over Down, self-titled album. Very oh, good. Very good. Um, what else have we got? Not that much. It seems R. Kelly, R. Don't talk about him anymore. No. Uh, yeah, there we go. So, we're going to talk about the miseducation of Lauren Hill. Uh, who wants to start? I guess, Grace, do you want to start us on your thoughts of this album? Go for it. Start us off. Um, I had no idea that I was in love with Lauren Hill. <laughs> um, but I am now, clearly. Yeah. Um, I've seen the light. Lauren Hill totally redeems this portion of the list. Mm-hmm. Because for ages, some of us, mainly me, have been saying, how is this album this high on the list? Yeah. But now here we are. Lauren Hill gets to number one, Lauren. Mm. Off you go. Sensational. Do you think it's that good? Honestly, I just had no idea that I was so in love with them. I really am. <laughs> just a, a deep love has formed. I and I don't even that. care that the album is one hour, 17 minutes. I don't care. Sing to me. <laughs> Sing to me for one hour, 17 minutes. I don't mind. It's beautiful. Wow. 
I think she has an incredible voice. Her lyrics are amazing. Her lyrics are so eloquently written. I obviously don't actually know her, but I imagine a very intelligent mm. person because mm. the lyrics are like, there's real maturity in the lyrics. Mm. Full of emotion, great storytelling. The whole album is just silky smooth, really palatable as well for so many people. It's not a very like niche sound at all, I don't think. No. It's a really, really easy listen. I think her voice really, really versatile. She's like rapping, an amazing rapper, by oh. the way. Amazing everything. I'm just actually in love with her, guys. <laughs> she, can, she can do a ballad style kind of song. There's no like actual ballad in, on this, but she, you can tell from some of the songs. Some of them mm. are a bit more ballad-esque, sort of. Mm. She breezes through her runs like nothing. She's got incredible range. Um, I just think she's really, really talented. And when I was looking into it, she's written for Aretha Franklin. She's written for Whitney Houston. Like, yeah. just, mm. I can't stop. She's just clearly very talented. Um, doing absolute bits left, right, and center for all these people. Mm. Um, yeah, and one of her lyrics, music is supposed to inspire. Lauren, you've inspired me. Nice. Well done. <laughs> you've inspired me. Tick. Um, done. <laughs> Um, the song that she wrote for her son to Zion mm. beautiful, absolutely beautiful beautiful lyrics, beautiful guitar I'm sure her son's beautiful she's beautiful, everyone's beautiful <laughs> I'm so, I'm so beautiful yeah <laughs> um, the one flaw though I will say oh. everyone's got the flaw <gasps> you, know, you know she does know from time to time how to drag a song on a little bit mm. there are some times where I'm like okay well we are just saying the same like sentence or couple of words over and over now. I'm like, we've said it a few times. We could like cut this short a little bit. Mm. Um, there's times when that works out well. Um, and there's some times where it's just a little bit like, okay, I'm a bit. And there's times it doesn't. Yeah, there's times it doesn't. Um, but that doesn't take away from the from the whole sensational messy album I absolutely love it and I can see myself in like a little smoky bar just like listening to this chatting with friends having a great time um yeah amazing and I don't understand I can't figure out what the all those live bits are where they're talking I know it's people and they're talking about love and stuff I don't know what's that what that's from I wasn't able to find that out was there some kind of I I don't but I always because I've wondered that too whether it's from a film or, or what but it's it's almost like a it's like a classroom setting, isn't it? So, like, the cover of the album's a, a classroom desk and it's mm. all about education. But, like, I get a real sense of, like, because the lyrics from the songs as well, it's all about, like, community and being in the community and, mm. and stuff like that. So it's almost like she's she's educating or she's being educated by these other leaders of her community, which she also is one of, um, a leader in the community. But, yeah, it's just this kind of education learning talking about love and what does it actually mean and teaching young men and women what it means to be love loved and all that so yeah it's a, it's a really cool vibe and we moan quite a lot about like um the intervals in hip-hop albums and how they just seem so nonsense but these ones like you almost couldn't have the album without them they're yeah, like re- it, it, they it, it, seem it. like really important and that like classroom vibe and when you look at the cover art and it's a desk 
with her face in it. It's it's literally just so clever. Yeah. Mm, so, yeah, so clever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. All in all, I think she's amazing. The music's great too. It's all just great. I just I'm I'm, I'm in love with her. I really am. Mm. I got a question for you, Grace. Does this redeem the genre of hip hop for you? <laughs> Absolutely. And rap because she's rapping in a section of this. Yeah. And we all know my feelings about rap, but just amazing. Come on. Look at look at that. And just to go the whole hog, this this is not an understatement to say that this is your favorite like hip hop album that we've listened to. Yeah, honestly, just I guess it's not that hard for you. No, but but this is definitely it. Yeah, I'm a new woman. I've seen the light, <laughs> <laughs> and the light is shaped like Lauren Hill. <laughs> Brilliant! Come on, have you ever listened to the Fugees? Yeah. Oh come on, we love the Fugees. We oh, right. I thought you were going to tell us something to do with like Lauren Hill and the Fugees. Well, she's in the Fugees. That, that's what? what I was saying. <laughs> is so she? She is. So you, should listen. you should listen to the Fugees, is what I was saying. Ah, all right, I will. Honestly, yeah. Because there's not, there's actually not that much to pick from Lauren Hill wise. It was this album. She brought out um, another she one. Not in this no, hardly anything. Uh, hardly anything. So, yeah. Sorry. It's, that seemed like a um, a new piece of information for you there. I feel like I've brought bad news to the table here. But... Really have, we're in the evening. <laughs> I was expected anyway. We were recording the podcast. So. <laughs> Adam, what did you think? So my first um, experience of Lauren Hill. What are you saying? You don't know what I'm about to say? You sound like you're about to say that thing. No. Oh. No, no, no. Give, give it a chance. Give it, give it a chance. How give defensive? Chance. So defensive. Gosh. I know. Gosh, wife, Lauren Hill, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to be positive, but now no, no, I'm joking. Um, so my <laughs> my first experience of Lauren Hill, <laughs> Hill was um, Sister Act 2, Back mm. in the Habit, 1993. Whoopi Goldberg. Incredible. Yeah, I read that she was in that. She is in it. And I'm, she's... I'm not going to watch. But, but, did no. you not watch it? We used to watch it all the time. I ain't watching it. Were you not there? Do you get up? she's incredible in that so I already knew she can sing I'd also had some exposure to this album it's one of Libby's favourites and one of Libby's dad's favourites Libby's dad loves loves this album he thinks it's probably one of the best albums of all time Um, and I can agree with that (laughs) I can agree with that this album is sensational Sam the songs are so smart so down to air they're full of truth um, it's they're beautiful. They're sad. They're happy. They're very real, and um, they've got something to say. I think we've said that before. Where for us, and wh- whether this is correct or not, is, is a different conversation. But for us as a three, I think we've often said that what we think is good rap and bad rap is if it's got something worthwhile to say. Mm-hmm. So some of the albums, I'm drawing a blank on them, but some of the albums that we've said are good mm. other ones that have like positive things to say well like Naz's album it still spoke about po- uh, negative experiences yeah. but in a real way that we could understand that's the one yeah. and it and it's and it's real and it's more than just Drake saying he wants to sleep with underage girls yeah. because he's allegedly <laughs> a bit of a bit of a wrong I feel like you put allegedly in the wrong place there allegedly <laughs> I'll say it, I'll say it more than once not a problem <laughs> Um, although he did message Millie Bobby Brown when she was 14. But anyway, allegedly. But but these these are being rap albums that 
have something worthwhile to say or what like you were saying what redeems the genre mm-hmm. and this is absolutely at, at like the pinnacle of that um a female voice love it great we had erica badu yeah um so this is kind of in that same vein missy elliott we had on as well missy elliott as well and mm-hmm. um, so it's it's great in a in the 90s which is a very much um well, I don't know. The 90s is an interesting one, isn't it? Because it's, it, music becomes less male-dominated, I would say. And you, yeah. you get the rise of Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera. Pop music, yeah. Pop, pop music, music does, yeah. It's starting to balance out. And, and this um, is another example of that and why, you know, we need more women. Um, well, this is like... Um, so the Spice Girls were like the first of that, weren't they? Mm. And that's like four years before this. But sometimes they're not a gimmick, but they can come across as a bit of a gimmick. Yeah. You know, they're not, but they, there's no gimmick here. There's not no. one element of gimmick. No, absolutely. This is the best, you know. Absolutely. And she's already been doing her thing with the Fugees <laughs> since like 93, 94, whatever. Um, I miss Wycliffe, Sean. I miss him. Wycliffe. Just like his voice. Mm. Yeah. One time. <laughs> um, so, so, uh, so some songs I like uh, X Factor. Beautiful song, really like got me, got me there. Um, Carlos Santana features on this album as well. Mm-hmm. Um, in Two Zion, I was expecting more though, you know. Really, I was expecting a proper solo, mm. but it was good. It's a bit, yeah, yeah. He was, was he restrained himself. He did. I didn't know he had that in him. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, the famous song from this album, Do Up, mm. that thing. Um, it's so good. It's understandable why it's like the most. Known song on the album, catchy chorus. Um, it's got really great energy. The great energy is all throughout the album, but yeah, really great energy. Um, her cover of um, I love you, baby, whatever that. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, it's like it's a reimagining of it. It's the same song, but it's done in her own style, which is great. Some covers are just a little bit bland, but this is like a really great cover. Um, so yeah, we need more Lauren Hills. Um, someone who speaks honestly, sings beautifully, great production, great vocals, great rap, blending genres effortless, effortlessly, going mm. from you know R and B to mm. gospel to soul to all, all that. Um, yeah. It's great, and yeah, I think the, the world could do it more. It's a crime she's never done. I don't think she's done more than just this album, has she? Has so she... she did like an MTV unplugged kind of thing. Okay. And there was new tracks on there. And I don't know, when you like read about it, it just seems like she's always struggled for numerous different reasons mm. to do more. Right. And so I don't know. I, I don't really know what I can never really get to the bottom of it. Some people like it's I don't know whether it's a classic, oh she's a female artist and like People are like, oh, she's so difficult to work with, right. which is kind of, you don't know whether that's true or not, because that's what people say about female artists generally anyway. Yeah. Or like she had, she's had six kids. And so they kind of, it's hard to do that stuff and to tour and do different things like that. Uh, but apparently she writes loads and she records loads, yeah, but we've never heard Mad. any more of it. And that's just crazy and you never know one day we might hear that stuff mm-hmm. and that would be amazing wouldn't it but then she's on tour at the moment or she was going on tour with the Fugees uh, and that got cancelled because of Covid so it just seems like any reason just it just doesn't happen and then um, she there's loads of news bless you sorry excuse me <laughs> there's loads of news at the moment that people are like walking out of their gigs and 
like leaving early and booing her in performances because she just does things a bit mad. So I think she's a bit of a maverick at the same mm-hmm. time where like kind of that Bob Dylan thing, she won't just do things the way everyone wants <laughs> her to do them yeah, yeah. because she's an artist and because she's not just there to be a jukebox. And I do get that as well. So I don't know really, but it is a shame that we've never had mm-hmm. any more really. Definitely. Yeah. I thought this was a great sounding album, actually. I thought, I just think, why? Some of the stuff we've listened to has been so lazy. Yeah. Like, it's just come across so lazy. And at the time, I'm like, I'm not sure if that's fair or not. But then I listen to this and I'm like, yeah. Yeah. You're, you've been so lazy. It's just not any good. Um, and I really think, like, I saw this Andre 3000, just to talk about my favourites again. <laughs> Uh, I saw his quotes this week about um, he was saying that like he doesn't listen to hip hop anymore because it's just boring. Mm-hmm. Like no one does anything new anymore. No one does anything interesting. It's all about just making money. It's not about making art. And I kind of like when I listen to this album, I agree. I'm like, yeah, look how great this sounds. Look how much about art it is and about expressing yourself and and just like it's it seems like a very pure album, even though it talks about like real things and real situations and stuff like that and yeah i just thought it was a really great sounding album and this album sounds so fresh right yeah just sounds so fresh um yeah and i thought it was really great so yeah really liked it anyone got anything to add about this album they want to share oh i had i had to think i just answered my own question yeah. you know she was the first um rapper oh i can't remember i can't even remember that she she got a one point the most Grammy nominations, and wow. she had 10 uh, Grammy mm, nominations, yeah. which I'm sure Taylor Swift has surpassed now. Um, and um, as well, just like, look, I can't remember whether, it's something like the first Grammy for a hip hop album or something like that, is she, she got it, you know what I mean? So not like male or female, like full stop in that genre. And if you think yeah. about it, like, in the 1980 uh, Grammys, there was this big controversy because um, Christopher Cross, do you know him? Chris Cross? Yeah, right. Chris Cross, Christopher Cross. Right. He sings, um, oh, I don't know what he sings, but he does yacht rock stuff anyway. Uh, but anyway, he brought out an album in 1980 and he won every Grammy, uh, even though there were loads of like black artists uh, that like, like Michael Jackson, loads of people, and they were like, nah. Christopher Cross is winning everyone. And it showed that, like, basically the Grammys was racist, uh, whether they were or not. I don't know. Uh, but then, like, I don't know, what are we, 18 years later, mm-hmm. she's, like, wiping the floor with everybody. And I just mm. think, like, it's just testament to how good, well, how far the genre came and how much she was at the top of that genre as well, nice. which is just amazing. So, yeah, just mm. big props to Lauren Hill. Mm. Big props. Fantastic. Shall we take a break? And, uh, mm. Yeah. And we're going to talk about 1989 by Taylor Swift. Big boy. Brilliant. Welcome back to the podcast. We're going to talk about 1989 uh, by Taylor Swift, which is the fifth studio album by the American singer-songwriter. And it was released in October uh, the 27th, 2014, and then re-released uh, in 2023. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, it is inspired by 1980s synth pop um, and Swift conceived 1989 to recalibrate her artistry to pop after, after critics disputed her status as a country musician when she released the cross genre fantastic album Red. <laughs> Uh, to country radio. Uh, she titled 1989 after her birth year as it was symbolic as an artistic rebirth um, and then listed Max Martin who produced Red, Red's electronic influenced pop tracks as the co-executive producer. Um, yeah, so we've kind of, I think we've talked about the re-record thing before from so. Taylor Swift. Um, and, you know, when we get to the end of this podcast, I don't think we'll have talked about anybody as much as Taylor Swift. No. Like, we've covered Red, hmm. Folklore, Evermore, yeah. and this, 1989. And did we do Red re-release as well? No, we didn't. Surely we didn't. I'm not sure. Maybe. But that's four albums, yeah. and that's more than anyone else. So that's amazing. So, um. Who wants to go first? Talking about this, Grace, should we go with you again? We go with me again. Um, obviously, I love Taylor Swift. Obviously, <laughs> obviously. Um, this album for me is one of the ones that are like lower down my list of Taylor Wow, Swift. you're kidding? Always, are you joking? Always had them. Always had them. Always had them. Um, and I'm gonna say it's because I'm an OG, guys. It's because I'm an OG, right? Right, and that's why. Um, I think you can tell a lot about Taylor Swift fan by their opinion of 1989. Oh. Um, You're about to but... find out a lot about me. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> um, but it is lower down my list. Um, but that's not to say that it's not great, and it is great. It is. Um... Hmm. For me, it was like. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it was like the beginning of the downward spiral that Taylor Swift momentarily took for a little while. Um, hey, like, do you even like music? Like I do, and you're no Matthew. It's fine. Everything's fine. Um, Everything is fine. But it was the start of the downward spiral to the to the different Taylor Swift, hardened by the world, <laughs> and Kanye West. Thank you, Kanye. Mm. Um, but absolute bangers on here. Great songs. Some of them, there are a couple of album fillers on this one. Um, some of them, um, you know, might skip before I get to the end. You know, some some are better than others. Um, Shake It Off and the classics like that are fine and they're fun and you sing along. But mm. they have been overdone, some of them. I agree. Have you got the track listing in front of you? Yeah. Can you tell me which you think are, are Phyllis, please? Am I, which I'm gonna try, yeah, I'm going to yes. try and not rage about it. But could you tell me which ones you think are? Um, out of the Woods. <gasps> Mate, you oh, are crazy. you kidding? I was so I'm on board with you until you said that. I'm not even Adam dropped his mic. That's how bad. Just, just, That's how bad that went down. That, wow. Anyway, any others? Um... Mm-mm. I wish you would. Mate, you're... Oh. I hope the Swifties come after you. You're a rogue. You're I'm okay they, they probably will. Um, But I was a successor before they were born, so it's all right. Um, <laughs> I'm one of them, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And you know, new romantics, can't I? Mm. Um, yeah, I can't, so the, I'm up at all. There are a couple of album yeah. fillers. But then there are ones like Wildest Dreams, where oh you're like, I don't know why this will never leave my brain, but it mm. just will never leave my brain. There's I like think that's lot, one of the greatest songs of all time. There's, there's a lot of like earworms. Is that, yeah. is that the word? Yeah. Yeah. Um, on this album. And it's great. And it's, when she talks about this one, she talks about it being like a like a, a different way of understanding relationships now as a mature adult. Mm-hmm. Being, you know, the things that go wrong are like a 50-50 split rather than just like he's always in the wrong because we broke up and he's ruined everything and he was terrible. That seems like a big deal for Taylor Swift to admit. It yeah. is a big deal, yeah. <laughs> um, but also she's been done to if a lot of people, you know. Um, but now that we get the the Taylor's version, we've got the mm. from the vault tracks. Mm. But these are some that. of my least favorite vault tracks. Ooh. Not that I just want to diss on this album nonstop, but she's had better vault tracks. And this is where the Harry Styles fans wet their pants a little bit because she's potentially coming after Harry a little bit. Mm. Um, of all the vault songs, I think my fave is. Mm. Now that we don't talk. Mm. What's um, your favorite album? Uh, my favorite of the vault tracks. Of the vault tracks. Um, but 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 is it over now? It's over now. See, mine is that the one you? No, you didn't say it. Now that we didn't talk. I my favorite is Slut. So there we go. Mm. All different. All different. Anyway, carry on, Grace. Sorry. But I did feel like of all the vault ones that she put, each time she's re-released, these are like. Maybe some of the like the most underwhelming because when she does one, you're like, oh, I'm so excited for the vault tracks, and these are a little bit, yeah, I don't know, a little bit underwhelming for me. Well, it's funny because she said that these were her favorite vault tracks, mm-hmm. like a yeah. week before it came out or whatever, and then it came out and everyone was like, all right, yeah, <laughs> these are your favorite, <laughs> these are your favorite. But I actually don't really like the red ones, so I prefer these ones. So, and I know it's an unpopular opinion, but I didn't like the ten minute. Um, whatever it was. What's that song? You don't have the 10 minute all too well? All too well. Don't like oh, it. Too, that is controversial. Too sad for me. Too sad. Too, okay. too real. The filtered <laughs> version was better. Just too chill well. out. You know? <laughs> too yeah, it's too <laughs> real. It was too real. Honestly. Anyway. Um, but yeah, this is the album that allegedly is a lot in reference to Harry Styles. Mm. Is it? Is it not? Who knows? Who knows? Um... But you know what? It, it, and it is a good album. Yeah, as I said, it's not my fave. For me, it was like the beginning of the end when I went through that era of, of not liking Taylor Swift for a while. Mm. Um, and so it's a fine album, but of all the ones, I wouldn't be putting this one on. But it's great. Fair. Adam, what do you think? Guys, it's a banger. It's, it's, a, it's a banger. It's a banger. Um, it's good, very good. There are some 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 songs that aren't the best. My my filler. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of Welcome to New York. Yeah, bit bit much. Um, but that's like one of the few that I'm I'm not a fan of. Out of the Woods, one of the best tracks in my opinion. Yeah, you're wrong, Grace. You're wrong. <laughs> that yeah, each their own. But yeah, um, Out of the Woods is is great. Wonderland's great. Uh, I know Places is great. This Love is sweet. 
How do you get the girl? Not not overly into it. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that one actually. That's, that's the lowest point on the album for me. Fair, fair. And Shake It Off is is overdone. I don't care about Shake It Off. Yeah, but it's overdone. But it doesn't mean it's not a good song. But I wish he would. <laughs> I wish mm. he would come back. I wish he never left the yeah. way that he did or whatever the lines are. I don't know what the line is, but I feel it. You know, again, That's right. I think I've said this to Olivia. I'm not sure I've said it on this podcast, but if 14, 15-year-old me mm. would have put my little fragile masculine ego aside yeah, right. and listened to Taylor Swift, I'd have been belting these Easy. songs out from the rooftops Yeah, in my little, <laughs> what is it? you know what I mean? That's right. Love it. <laughs> That's right. Big into it. So, listen. We know what she's about. We know that she's she's on top. We're in. We're in the Taylor Swift era. We are. It's an old era. It is. The 2020s belong to Taylor Swift. That's right. You know what will happen when she runs out of albums to re-record. Obviously, she'll she'll do original stuff, but I wonder. But I still like it. I, oh yeah, I me like too. Not a criticism. Just a, just a, I wonder what will, you know, I wonder what will happen. And I think, like, I'm not even sure. I think she's, like, a massive, like, this is, so this is a compliment, but, like, a player of the system. You know? Oh, she knows. She's amazing. Yeah, like, yeah. she knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. You know? So, like, even this re-recording thing, the PR is unbelievable. And she's always been unbelievable. She's so smart. So smart. Um... She's, but she's but I'm fun. here for it. I'm yeah. a, I'm a sucker for it. Oh, you know I'm a sucker for it. Uh, yeah. yeah, and this is not nothing new. She's just doing it better than anyone's ever really done it. That's right. Fair play, fair play to her. Yeah. Um, can't can't fault it. Vault tracks are bangers. Uh, yet now we don't talk and is it over now. Banger, 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 banger. Um, yeah, going for Harry Styles, but you know what? He deserves it. He was a terror back when he had his longer. You know, he was, a, he was a problem. Have you seen this buzz cut? Yes, he Mad. looks horrific. He looks it's not in the but, buzz cut. There's, there's nothing. It's non-existent. Can I just say, and this this is my fragile masculine ego coming back. Let's go. Good. Let's go. Because he <laughs> needed to take him down a peg. He was too damn sexy. He was I, too listen, damn sexy. I needed something to have over Harry Styles. He's got everything else. <laughs> He's got everything else. But me and Adam got the hairline. Full head of hair. Come on. We, so you can we piss are off. smashing it. Yes, you've got a great body. Yes, you're really sensitive. Yes, you can sing like an angel. And you look really good in glittery clothes. Got a full head of hair there. That's so right. Piss off. But now it's going to grow back healthier and better than ever. It won't. It won't. He's yeah. done. He's done. He's bald. He's bald. He's soft launching it. He's bald. He's soft launching. Soft launching being bald. I'm not having it. Good. That's a pretty hard launch, though. Like. Yeah, well, yeah, the yeah, atmosphere. He needed taking down a peg or two. Atmosphere. I saw a sphere there. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad that Taylor's coming for him, and I'm glad that he's bald now. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, overall, loved it. Great album. Amazing. Guess I've got some thoughts about this album, you know. Ooh. And, and don't come at me like, oh, you're always like this. Ugh. This is one of the best albums ever. Wow. Full stop. Wow. I'm not joking, Grace. It <laughs> is. If I did a top 100 albums list, it would not be in there. there. It would. I... It would be in the top 50. I'm not joking. I have a question. Go on. Is it better than Let It Be? Uh... I'm just going to start riffing through Beatles <laughs> albums. Here. Is it better than Let It Be? It's got more. It's got more hits on it than maybe. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. Okay. And it's got. It's. I don't think there's any. Well, I don't. You know, I don't like how you get the girl. But I think most of this album is banger. 
better than Sancho Pelle? It's not better than Sancho Pelle. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I would put it in the top 100 list. Yeah, yeah, in no, my I, top 100 I'm with list. you, I'm with you. And the longer Taylor Swift goes, the more I just think she's absolutely the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the worst thing on this album, like this particular vault, like series thing, Dulux thing, is um, that Bad Blood with Kendrick Lamar. It's just absolutely <laughs> so rubbish. It is bad. Um, and yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm just a real Swifty these days, you know. And I, I was wrong when I said Folklore or Evermore, which have one me out first, was boring on this podcast. I was wrong, guys. Yeah. Because now Taylor Swift is all I listen to, basically. Many um, of your early opinions of Taylor Swift were wrong. Well, no, because I loved Red. I've always loved Red. I, I'll say all of mine were wrong. Yeah, we were wrong. Yeah, but early on in this podcast, you should be like, if you say Taylor Swift is yeah. better than this, I want to kick off. Yeah, and we were wrong. We were wrong. But Taylor <laughs> Swift is unbelievable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in 50 years, people will look back and go, and they'll put Taylor Swift. And people, people won't understand this. So we had a bit of a of a fun time on Instagram talking about the Rolling Stones, didn't we? Uh-huh. And, we did, and we were just taking the mick out of um <laughs> out of Mick Jack. Oh, oh, the Mick, mick out of Mick. Taking the mick, mick out of mick. But people will look back and they will say Taylor Swift was up there with the Rolling Stones and up there with the Beatles 100%. and up there with all of them, you know. And actually, in my opinion way better than the Rolling Stones. Mm. And that's where we're in a different world, isn't it? That we, like, don't just listen to hard rock, old stuff. We kind mm. of grown up with some of this newer stuff and we can appreciate. That's I think that's why we think the Rolling Stones are rubbish, because we listen to things like this and go, but have, but have you heard yeah. 1989? Because it's actually unbelievable. And, you know, if you, it is hard to relate to if you're, a male and you're a bit older or whatever. But like go listen to the to the Ryan Adams nineteen eighty nine. Have you ever heard that album? Oh I I I have I've heard bits. That is I put that on every week. Mm. And the songwriting in this album, just because it sounds poppy, doesn't mean it's bad. Yep. Um and it's just amazing. Wildest Dreams is one of my favourite songs, full stop. Mm. Just love it. It's absolutely so saucy. <laughs> oh, is that the word? It is, mate. Is that it's, the adjective? It is. It's saucy and it's spicy, mate. I just oh, absolutely... It just makes me go... Geez. She is actually, like, conquering the world, though. Um, mm. Yeah, she is. It's scary. Um, yeah. So, it's unbelievable. Grace, you're not going to see Taylor Swift, are you? I'm not that rich. That's sad. Well, neither Might are just we. stand outside like the poor folk. But... Neither are we, but... We're going... Yeah. Crippling <laughs> <laughs> that, <laughs> I only just paid off my ticket. <laughs> but yeah. But honestly, I just can't waste. Mm. I just, I, that'll be the highlight of my next year. Can't be mad. So yeah, Taylor Swift, absolute banger of an album. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I even watched Taylor Swift TikToks and that. You know, one came out of a kiss and whoever and your boyfriend is. Travis Kelsey. Yeah. I like, <laughs> they put like together all these clips mm. of like all the different angles they could find. Yeah. I watched every angle. Sorry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sorry. It's silly. You have his face on a dartboard and you just... Well, you know what? The thing is, I'm a bit more of a realist than some of these fans. So I know it's probably not going to work. You know, it's all right. Don't worry about it. You know, She changed some of the lyrics. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that as well. Can't have you the... seen that? Who does he play for? The, the Chiefs. The Chiefs. The, the Not the Jets. No, he's the Chiefs. Oh. I had she a conspiracy. Oh, didn't she? 
I, I know the conspiracy about the Jets, but it's wrong. Is it? Is that not? I don't know. But if he plays for the Chiefs, so so he plays for the Chiefs. But the first game that she was spotted at was the Chiefs versus the Jets. Mm-hmm. And so now, when you Google Taylor Swift Jets, it doesn't come up with the fact that she uses a private jet loads and loads, or leases out to loads of different people. It comes, it comes up, with, up the, with the game, which is so clever. Hey, fair play, you know, fair play, in it. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I love, I love it all. And as someone who didn't listen to Taylor Swift when she was cancelled. I've got loads of material to go back to. I'm listening to Reputation at the moment. I'm listening to Lover. I'm a big fan of it. I'm just... Lover. I'm Cruel Summer. Cruel Summer? It's been a cruel summer for me, I tell you. Been loving it. So. <sighs> big Taylor Swift fans here. Honestly. Yeah. Couldn't say anymore. Um, it's going to get a bit controversial. Oh. Because you have to pick which album would you get rid of and which one would you keep. Taylor Swift. Uh, keep Lauren Hill. So you, so you get rid of Taylor Swift. Because she's scenario. got better albums. If you take this album out, though, she's still just as influential. Mm, okay. That's that's some solid reasoning. I can't fault that logic. This was like just before she was properly cancelled. Yeah. And she's redeemed herself since. She so has. this did get her cancelled. And so the thing is, she was cancelled. Because of Kim and Kanye, and they they were dogheads anyway. You know, so uh, she was proven that she didn't do anything wrong in that scenario. So you know, I don't know. Um, but yeah, what what's your um what's your favorite Taylor Swift album then, Grace? I can't choose one, but it's either um <laughs> it's either Fearless, Speak Now, or Red. I know that's three albums. Speak now. I know that's three. Not speak now. I mean, speak now. I'm a speak now, now girl. 100%. <laughs> I will be going to a concert dressed in purple and black. Is it? Speaking, I've already, I've already imagined it. I'm going to well, uh, This tour, I know, like, the point is that she has five albums that she hasn't toured with, and she's going to heavily do those albums. But the fact that she doesn't do originals destroys my heart. Okay. The fact that she doesn't do originals. Well, like I don't, her, sorry, I don't understand you. So her first few albums that she's already toured with, so like Taylor Swift and Fearless Speak Now, like she's already toured with those, so some of those, some tracks off those albums are in the Eras tour, were not loads. I see. Because she's already done them, so she's just heavily like have more recent ones. Mm. I'm like, that's wonderful, but I also love a lot more mm. than this. Fair. Fair. I get that. What, I think I, what would you, what would you keep? Uh, I think I think I'd keep Taylor Swift, and I'd get rid of Lauren Hill. But it, that's a tough one. That is, is a tough because no, because then you don't have Lauren Hill. But I've still got Sister Act Two, <laughs> and she's in, she Grace. Have you seen Sister Act Two? No, I haven't. Oh, I mean, watch Sister Act One so that you get the backstory. But then watch Sister Act Two. You will love them. It's about nuns. Oh, Grace, you're right up your street. Honestly, you'd yeah. love them. Grace, you love nuns. I love nuns. What's not to love? Me too. I'm checking that really. <laughs> but whatever your feelings towards the Catholic Church, Sister Act 1 and Sister Act 2, brilliant. I find we'd be going there a bit obnoxious, to be honest. Do you? Yeah. Fair play. Yeah, but Taylor Swift is a bit obnoxious, but you can not pass her. Yeah, but I, you know, the pettiness of Taylor Swift has, I can just rate it as like, <laughs> I rate the pettiness, basically, you know. <laughs> It's part of the brand. 
That's right, I've raised it. Someone <laughs> said to me, I don't know if it was one of you, but said um that they would never want to be a Taylor Swift fan, uh, fan a, Taylor, a friend of Taylor Swift, because they'd be worried about what they would do, what she'd do to her or them when they like fell out. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I kind of get that. I kind of get that. Really yeah. Um, Grace, what, what would? Oh, sorry. I'm keeping. Um, <laughs> I'm keeping Taylor Swift. I just love it. I just think it's so good. So it's not even a contest, really. So yeah. Thanks. And um, um, Grace, what are you going to rate Lauren Hill? Five. Wow. Beautiful. Beautiful. That'd be my thought, first five. I know, I never thought oh, you'd yeah. give a five. That's a big deal. Go ahead. Wow. In my Hall of Fame. Get it in my half. Oh, in the half as well. Down Hassel, the half. Is it like at the top of the half as well? Oh, we need to do an episode called Top of the Half. Right there. That's incredible. <laughs> Trademark that. I think on our last episode, that's what we're going to do. Is top we're gonna, of the half. We're, we're going to race. We're going to race. Okay. Our um hops. So good. Yeah. In fact, we're just going to do 30 episodes where we just do the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. Uh, Adam, what would you give to Lauren Hill? Um, it's 4.8.5. Yeah. <laughs> 4.85. 4.85. Yeah. Brilliant. Uh, I'll give it a 4.5. Yeah, 4.5. Adam, if you were to read the Taylor Swift album? Uh, 4.9. It'd be a five for me, you know. Speak now as a five. No. It would it's be. It's not five. that good, though. It is. No, it is. It just is. Yes. What would you give the Taylor Swift album, Grace? A, a solid four point five. Mm, it's pretty good. It's, it's still a magnet. You've only just. Like, I still love Taylor Swift. She's still great. <laughs> it's just not her best. You've only just given an album a five, so that's pretty high up. Yeah, true, true. Oh, man, that's pretty high up. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, there we go. We've laid all our cards on the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you like to know what next week's albums are? Yes. Good, I'm glad one of us would. Um... <laughs> yes! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, we are going to listen to Blood on the Tracks by Bob Dylan, Ooh. and we are going to compare it to One More Time by Blink-182, mm. which is very exciting. So, yeah. there we go. Wow. <laughs> Grace, did you say, is it? No, no, I was about to say, the contrast in the vocals that we are going to hear. I mean, almost, but not really. Both kind of whiny men. <laughs> <laughs> so, although, you know, Adam did a version of Busted, well, Bob Dylan singing Busted. Mm. I would love a version of Bob Dylan mm. singing I Miss You. That would be great. That Where Are You as Bob Dylan would be fantastic. It's quite hard, I think. But there we go. That's easy. <laughs> I, need, I, need, I need a... Um, I used to have a harmonica holder. <laughs> I used to have one, but I don't have it anymore. Because I've got harmonicas. I can do that. <laughs> Not a problem. We could do it. I'll play the guitar for you. Okay. There you go. Okay, fantastic. Well, guys, we hope you have a great week. Uh, where are on? Where are on? I don't know what that... Wow. We are on um, Instagram mm-hmm. and TikTok, mm-hmm. uh, so you can find us there. We'd love to chat to you there. If you've got a problem with our opinions on Mick Jagger, we'd love to hear them. Please bring them. Only because it makes us laugh loads. We really Not that your opinions are valid, because they are. We thank you for listening, but um, yeah, man. Our positive opinions of Mick Jagger are valid. 
Gales. <laughs> I mean, he's he's a danger around underage girls, or at least he was in the in the sixties, seventies, and eighties. Allegedly, once again. No, not even allegedly. He just was. There are stories. <laughs> he just was. He's a, there are stories. He's just a groover. I mean, but then you know, give me a rock and roll star from the seventies that wasn't Steve, whatever his name from Aerosmith, bought the guardianship of one girl so he could take her across state lines. Anyway, we're Stop going there. To... We Stop can't get into it. it. I love Aerosmith. <laughs> They're like one of the first bands I ever really loved. That's not why you love it. No, no, no. Steve Tyler, that's his name. Did you say Steve whatever his name I was going to say Steve Perry. I don't know who Steve Perry is. I don't know. Anyway, for another Sorry. time. Sorry, really derailed that there. I apologise. I blacked out. Where are we? <laughs> but this is follow why... us on Instagram. Yes. Follow us on the socials. If you'd like to complain about Adam's opinions of rockers in the 70s. Allegedly. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, yeah, Mick Jagger, you can meet us on TikTok. See you there. All right. Yeah. Right, great. We will um, see you again next week. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Bye.